Hello and welcome to another episode of UK Cowboys fans. Um, I'm Paul. Obviously, Mike is running a little bit late, but we've got an awesome show for you guys. We are joined by our brothers from the other side of the pond, not in the US, but in Canada. We've got the Cowboys Can Fan guys. What's happening? What what up? Up? There's three of us. It might get a little bit, it could get a little bit messy, but it before get we get crack him if you got him. Um, uh, we go. No, we're doing great, man. Thanks for having us on. Oh, no, honestly, it's been a long time coming to get you guys on here now because obviously the problem we had was the whole time difference because it's like nine hours apart from us to you guys. So, um, but yeah, man, like I said, honored to have you on here. We've got a lot to talk about for this pregame show against yeah, the Eagles. Um, but yeah, but before we kind of uh, kind of jump into that, uh, what was your thoughts last week before we kind of jump the gun? Oh, man. Okay. It's actually... I'll, I'll, I'll crack him if you got him, AJ, before crack I jump in. Uh, it was kind of, again, it was a tale of two halves, but this time it was kind of the opposite. Lately, yeah. we've been kind of getting off to bad starts and then turning it around, made some adjustments, and then have come out in the second half and really taken it to teams or at least, you know, came came down and won the game. This was the opposite. At halftime, it was, what, 27-10 Cowboys? And yep. we end up losing 40-34, was it? So, again, a tale of two halves, just not the right way this time. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know about you guys, but I kind of feel like there was a lot of unnecessary blame towards Dak in that game. Oh, yeah. Like, big time. Yeah. Like, big I, time. I, I mean, you could say, like, the first interception, in a way, yeah, but... The, the pass was deflected when he threw the arm. It could have went anywhere for all we know. And the second one, even Cedric Wilson came out and said, that was on me. That was my fault. It's not on Dak's fault. And 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 I don't want to mention this guy at all. He's on he's on with my guy, Dave Hellman, on Speak on FS1. Is that LaShawn McCoy is just making all these ridiculous oh, comments. Yeah. Guys and it's, it's, it's getting beyond ridiculous how he's on national television. And a lot of people are calling him to kind of like, listen, you're not bringing anything to the table here. You're making childish comments. How is this helpful for anybody, you know? On on uh, McCoy, I think like he's just trying to pick a lane and he saw an opening. Okay, I'll play this. I'll be this guy who has these wild um, calls. But what needs to come with that is a lot of like uh, backing. Like he, he doesn't have enough history i guess in mm. this part of the game to like warrant him having a uh such a like like you mean as an wild a, point of view as in the media in the media, in the media yep. yes okay. of course of course like football yeah he's he's played the game but so that that's that's like i think what he was trying to do he definitely missed the mark picking picking on dak <laughs> but also it's the cowboys and anyone knows if you want to get in the media in the widest way possible say something about Dallas. Yeah, it's true. That's how Stephen A's made a living. That's how even uh, Creepy Skip Bayless has made a living. Um, <laughs> creepy Uncle but, Bayless? Yeah, Creepy Uncle... Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I, I mean, so the, the, one, the one thing about the Jags that I think going into the game, and not to say that we underestimated them, I think Anth, Anth mentioned it in our post-game, it's an NFL team. Like at yep. any given, any given, the, re the reason the words any given Sunday comes up is because any given Sunday, something can happen, but it's not like the Jags haven't been on a, a, a solid tear when a team starting to click and they're performing like 
they're they're a pretty solid looking team. They, yeah, uh, and that's the thing. This is this is one thing I mentioned with Meg uh, on the Wolves team on blogging the boys is that um, it's like we can't underestimate a team like us because no. they've beat they've, they've beaten Lisa the the Ravens and stuff like that etc. But uh, before um, kind of start jumping on, Mike has finally arrived. So let's hey. bring him. Let's bring him in. There he is. There's our there he is. I, yeah, it's nothing like. Hold on, hold on. Let me just get the baubles just right. I'm doing this the other day. There we go. <laughs> so it, um, yeah, no, nothing like a, a last second emergency uh, to run out and take some medicine out to some family. Oh, nice, <laughs> perfect it's, timing. It's the perfect season timing. to do. It's the season yes. to be ill. Do yeah, things uh, yeah, again. yeah. Get on Santa's uh, nice list in these last There's few still days. Time. There's still That's time. That's what I was hoping. That's what I was hoping for. <laughs> I think yeah, I think the but... deeds, as we all have learned from like classic Christmas tales, the deeds you do the last few days leading up matter more than everything else in the rest <laughs> of the, the year. Only so. ones the so that so that means ones. drink more beer and more good things will come. There, yeah. there we go. <laughs> <laughs> all day, every day, right? Yeah, drink beer but, every day. Yeah, well, it's good <laughs> to see you guys. I know we talk a lot online and what have you, but yeah, finally we get to talk and chat to you online. Yeah, it's That's not right. easy with the time change. It can get a little tricky. The only reason this is yeah. working out today, like I said, uh, well, Adam's off for Christmas holidays. I'm snowed out of work. So it actually kind of was a perfect, perfect storm for us to be able to get on with you guys. And once again, <laughs> I, we appreciate having you guys here or having us on. And no, it's just that what, it, it's, it's against the Eagles this week as well. So what a perfect way to uh, really kick yep. up this pregame show. So, and also just to give a wee shout out to Joe, who is actually watching from Italy. So just to let you guys know, we've got guys from watching from Italy right now as well. So he's in a, 11, 11 time hours difference now. So <laughs> from you guys. This, this is respect. the world. This is it, the, it's the world's team. team. It really is. And this is what I keep preaching about everyone. It's like, You've got your, your, yourselves there in Canada, ourselves here in the UK. We've got Joe there in Italy. We've got some guys in Germany. Um, Someone in Vietnam. That's right. Oh, yeah, the, guy, the guys in Vietnam. Yeah. So it really is the world's team. Is Respect. people? Yeah. So, Paul, I did want to just make a quick comment um, while it's still fresh in my head, uh, as fresh as it can be, anyways, about, about Dak. You mentioned he was getting a yep. lot of hate, and we yep. see that. The problem is. Uh, he's just obviously polarizing, but you have to look at those interceptions in individually and not as a collective. And so when we look at, oh, he's got a to this this total on the season. Um, what is it? Ten now? Eleven. Eleven. Um, that's that is a lot different than looking at them individually. Now, I'm going to obviously sound like uh, mm -hmm. a Dak rider, but I can just say I, I count three. Um, and, and you can do this with any quarterback, so this isn't special, right? But I count three that that he that it was on, a, oh, it was on exactly. him, not yeah. not on him, not not on him. The not, other not ones on I him. think are more arguable on him, but three definitely were bad, two bad routes in that one game against Green Bay, um, and then the Noah Brown, and then the volley. Noah Brown off, yeah. Brown off his arms. Yeah, I think Dave Hellman made the comment in that when he was reading the whole statistics and all the PFF references and stuff. Like that. I think he made that reference as well. Um, but yeah, Mike, do you want to kind of jump into the news and updates? We can hit the news and updates. Are we going straight into it? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Crack him if you got him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've watched that video. Very, a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> so, obviously, the big news at the moment that is coming out is Micah Parsons uh, was limited, but he has come back into the building today. Uh, he's been off with illness, uh, the dreaded illness 
Monica we keep seeing floating around. Um, but he does look like he's going to play. Question for you all, though, guys, right? Here's an interesting one. The fact now that the sort of the fizzle of this game uh, that was sort of slowly start build up has died now uh, with what's happened with the Jags game and how the Eagles can take the East coming up. Don't forget, think... don't, don't forget, Jalen Hurts is not playing this game. Yeah, yeah. So mm -hmm. Jalen Hurts is going to be out. But do you? what do you guys envision for Parsons now? Because, I mean, like, with Micah being such a, an instrumental part of the defense, do we keep continuing to play him, knowing that he is? He does look fatigued. You can see there's some fatigue there. Do you continue to run him through in these games, or do we play him on reduced snaps? No, you keep going with him. Keep going. Yeah, you keep going with them. I, I, I'm a big believer that I don't like unless the guy's actually injured and there's a there's a chance yep. that you're gonna get him out for a longer time. Like, yeah, he might be drained out a little bit, but I honestly think in a, taking a guy out of the groove for being drained is almost one of the worst things you can do. I mean, we're thinking this guy's in his second year. Uh, what what about in his third or fourth? We want 17 games from him. We need 17 game games from him. It's not always gonna be that situation where by right now we kind of have the fifth seed locked in. You, you got to get him out there. Maybe, maybe not full on rushing the the quarterback all the time, but the guy still needs to be in the game. He's still our best player at all times, and I still think we got to try to win every game because there is still the outside chance. I know it's slim, but there is still the outside chance that the division could be won. Mm -hmm. I, but I believe you you keep Micah rolling how how you've been using him more more than not specifically for a game like the Eagles coming up. I know obviously with uh Gardner Minshew and I don't want to jump ahead on on talking about the game on on uh Sunday or sorry Saturday. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm Eve. confused as well, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, but like for a game like that specifically, yeah, I think Micah Parsons we we need to have him at least taking even if it's 50% of the snaps and, and just having him in rotation to see how he feels. Like he is a presence out there if he's not out, out if he's not out there. Uh, I think our defense will feel it. Um, but I think just getting him in there and getting some tone setting to happen. I don't care if Santa Claus is playing for the Eagles, man. You got to get Micah in well, there to, sorry, light, just, to light somebody I, up. I, I'm like, just gonna this, is a, this is a attitude game, man. It's Eagles week, baby. Yeah. Like we got to take him out. I don't care. We got to take him out for, for morale, for morale. Totally. Yeah. I mean, for, for me, like, you're up against your, your your biggest rivals in the NFL. Like, it doesn't matter who, if, if we're in the, like, what stage we are in this season right now, everyone should be always up against, like, you should be always fired up to play against your divisional rivals, no matter what, if it's home or away, or if it's New York or Washington, and especially Philly, because the amount of crap their fan base talk all the time. And we're already hearing excuses, like preemptive oh, yeah. excuses. Oh, yeah, but because you haven't played um, Hearts, we're playing Minshew instead, and they're already thinking about if they win. I say, like, Oh, you got beat by Minshew. Oh, yeah, yeah. like they're, they're already ridiculous. preparing their comebacks, so yeah. to speak. Either it's a win or a loss. I'm mean, like, Really, get your get a grip. Well, it's all and sorry to jump right back in. Uh, it's also there's a it's almost like the NFL is like staged or or setting this up that. Uh, both teams we're gonna win against the Eagles with their backup. They beat us with our backup, and that means they're gonna set it up for this massive pay-per-view event <laughs> in uh, in playoffs with the two starting QBs facing off each other. That's what I think the NFL's trying to do, and I don't really like these types of conspiracies. Um, but that's that's a, maybe a different podcast that we'll talk about that, right? <laughs> Potentially, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, it, it it is interesting. I know what you're saying, and like it's that 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 iron 
sharpen, you know, that steel sharpens steel sort of attitude mm. to it. Yeah, um, it, if he's if he's if he's if it isn't if it's any sort of injury concern, you got to go light on it. But he's just not the type of guy who wants to sit out. And this oh, is no. the time where where players do start to hit that the second wind. I think uh, these these next few games, if they haven't already, so um, you know it's a it's a long grueling season. But this is where you get that, like I just said, second wind. Where I think they, they if they have anything left in the tank, it's going to be used all the way up so i i would be a little i am a little concerned but right now the victories are more important and this one would have been perfect had the we beat the jags yep. would have set it yep. up would have yeah, set it up for the number one position but whatever yeah yeah i mean like if you look green bay uh jacksonville you know thanks to them you know you're looking at now the best they can get is is fifth you know, mm-hmm, get that yeah. fifth spot, um, which does mean, of course, that not being the case, you pretty much can expect this weekend to be the last home game of the season, really. Um, but yeah, in other news, Curse is Jamin Curse has a shoulder injury. Uh, Tank is dealing with a foot, along with Dorrance Armstrong with an ankle. Um, obviously, the the good news, really, on the injury report. I know it sounds weird to say, but. Leighton Van Der Esch uh, is on there with a neck, but that's a stinger, not the, the what we goodness. were all dreading. So um, out for the rest of the regular, back for the, the playoffs is what they're looking at. Oh, um, how did everyone feel when we seen uh, LVE go down with that? So I didn't realize, like, I've I've been a pretty big critic of LVE, and mm-hmm. uh, he, he has had a very good season this year. <laughs> but you, you really notice last week uh, him being out, I mean, like maybe even Hankins, like them being out uh, the lineup that, uh, <clears throat> has yep. been huge. Like the, the 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 Jaguars, I watched a couple of their games. Their running game never seemed that scary. And then they just, they ran all over us with what was it? 191 yards or something. Etienne Jr. So it, LVE's played a critical role this year. And I it, it took me some time to grow on, grow back, warm up to him because I have been mm. pretty critical. But it is it was pretty apparent him being out that it did hurt us. So it's good that he will be back for playoffs. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, because like you say, that, that, that duo together with Hankins up front, you know, as that typical nose tackle, his two-gapping ability was perfect to keep LVE off blocks because obviously – you know, getting off blocks isn't really and taking on blocks is what LVE is really used to. That's like some of the complaint. Basically, you never got taught how to do it in college because the way yeah. that they played. So, um, That's yeah, so by, for you. yeah, yeah, <laughs> but in by doing so, he's obviously become a really good, efficient tackler, and that's what we were seeing. And like you say, that once LVE slipped out of that game, you really notice, especially runs from the inside becoming a problem for this defense. Um, we'll get to the defense because I've got some questions to ask on that. But uh, should we hit the offense, Paul? Yeah, let's go for it. All right, let's do it. Let's do, do it. Do you want to do it, Paul? Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> hey! It was just the way you were looking at me in the camera there. It's like, ah, I'm going to do it. I'm like, oh, right, mm. okay. I'll, st- I'll take a step back here. <laughs> yeah. All right, so. I- I- I'm-, I'm joining in late, so you- you're in control of the buttons now, mate. Oh dear! <laughs> Everybody, lock everyone, lock up your daughters. <laughs> Had your kids? Had your wife? <laughs> yeah. 
so I know you guys already touched on um on Dak. I mean, do you guys want to continue talking about this or should we move on to the other offensive players? It's your guys' show. We're down for whatever. Paul? I'm down for whatever, man. Yeah, I, I missed the beginning bit and my flag went stage. Well, we were, just basically, we, we were just basically talking about the blame on Dak was a really unjustified in that Jacksonville game pretty much. And basically we're just kind of think of how we're going to lead that on to how we're going to play against the Eagles pretty much. Yeah, I mean, like, he's not immune, uh, you know, from, like, there was Dak in the first half and Dak in the second half, and they're two very different players. So he's not immune from blame of the loss, but you can't say... It's not like with Sean McCoy's excuses, bad. (laughs) Don't listen to Shady. I know, I know. (laughs) This is my, sorry, this is my thing. We we had a 17-point lead, and I, most of the blame for me... Uh, lays on the defense here. Like you yeah. need to, to if you if you want to be a to be. top five defense yeah. in the NFL, you get a 17 point lead. That's when it's time to choke the team out, not let yeah. them climb back in. And I looked at the depth depth chart earlier today, and I know we jumped over to offense, but I gotta or sorry, we're gonna talk defense in a little bit here, right? So I'll stick yeah, on the yeah. offense. But yeah. I don't think the offense was as much blame. Sure, we didn't have the second half that we wanted to, but I think on both sides of the ball, we're missing that killer instinct. Like the defense wasn't there to to shut the uh, the Jaguars out. And then the offense wasn't there to like, we needed one of those 15 play drives, like eight and a half minutes off to off the game. It down. Yes. And we yeah. just, we just never did that. And it, yeah. I was saying, I think it was the third and 10. They had one timeout. It's like, just run the ball here, make them use uh, their last time out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. up. And it's just, sometimes we get too cute on offense and it, that's the one thing I will See? say. Like we just should have just been running, 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 running with that lead. I agree. I, 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 go on, I, go on, Paul, and I'll I'll interject yeah. on that. I'm, str- I'm str- yeah, I, I totally agree there. Like, I kind of feel <sighs> when it comes to Kellen and stuff like that. Like, it's and I I've been using this word all year. It's inconsistency. There's yep. days where we look like absolute superstars, i.e. that Vikings game where you guys were there. You guys attended yeah, yeah. that game mm-hmm. there, and it was phenomenal. I was there for the Indianapolis game. The first three quarters of that game was really bad, but that fourth quarter was like, where the hell did that come from? <laughs> you know, like 33 mm-hmm. points in the, one, that one fourth quarter. It's like, why can't we just be consistent enough? It seems like we're, we're very, very hot and cold depending on who we're playing against. And I'm I'm just like, why can't we just have that same mentality to every game? Like be like we beat ourselves we beat ourselves end of the day. Yeah. And that that consistency it, it it's a professionalism that I think is the biggest contributor to that. So it's about not letting momentum have such a large effect on you. The Cowboys seem to get caught up in momentum like a like a a, a water's current. <laughs> and they just go with the flow. Like if they have the momentum, defenses is on par. That's what we saw on uh, the Minnesota game. Offense is is rolling, or at least just moving the ball, moving the ball, not making making mistakes. The other thing that I think is that I liked better is when they started when they started um, soft and then got better throughout the game. I don't. I'm not liking the reverse of that. Right. That's the scary football. That's the football that loses these close games. Like going to sleep in the second. Going half, to sleep basically. in the second rather yeah. than waking up. Like that. Even if you're down by 14, okay. Well, how often are games won on that last play? So, I uh, they need to instead of like getting up and then like just kind of hoping to coast. It feels like or, or 
one side of the ball is at least playing that. Um, that's that's the thing that I think is all wrapped up in, in this consistency issue. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it I just could... seems to be... I, I don't think his play calling is bad, but just sometimes it kind of gets out of sync with what cute. you're looking at. Yeah, it just kind of... Like that, like, like the play where we're talking about on third down. I don't... I don't... I hate the idea of passing. I just don't like that they went for that, for a deep pass. If you said, all oh, right, we're going to put Noah Brown and Lamb, like maybe on some sort of like bubble screen or a screen pass. So it's a shorter, so it's almost like an extended run, but it's still counted as a pass. Then you kind of go, okay, yeah, I can understand that. It's the deep pass where it's a low percentage play. You just think, mm, is that really time to call that? Although, saying that, Dak put the hot ball on the money. Yep. Well, that's like when you look at a lot of the, uh, we talked about Dak and what, how many of those interceptions so far this year are his issues. I watched a video that someone put online and they broke down every single interception whose problem it was like, it was basically three for Dak, three for half and half, and then three on the receivers. But what we've seen a lot is like they're the Dallas Cowboys receiving core goes into like volleyball team mode. It's like yeah, they're yeah. trying to they want to they want to they want to become uh, America's volleyball team for some reason. <laughs> but is this it's half? True. Is this it's half? True. Is this because though? Because on on I always if it's a 50-50 ball, I lean to the quarterback. He's pulling the trigger. Yep. So is it because mm. like they are leaping? to make a cat catch or like they, they're they're making a really good effort to catch the ball but, but you then... can't call that last that last one a 50 no 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 that one's a hundred percent on the receiver no 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 yeah it's like it's like a 50 50 ball you're asking what yeah. they consider a 50 50 yeah jump yeah like it's jump like, or something yeah it's like over over hyper extending to reach the ball type of yeah. thing and it might tip off the fingers then yeah, yeah. that's more on the placement from the but quarterback i think i think i think exactly and i think that those are if it if it is 50-50 it's got to go on the qu- quarterback's shoulders cuz he's throwing the ball and just su- deciding to pick that window and it, when it works out it works out great i'm not going to complain i'll give you an example it's like whenever you throw me a drink in the yeah. fourth quarter and we're both a little bit tipsy <laughs> that's that's a, that's a 50-50 ball <laughs> that's on me that's it on could, me it could happen any we don't know what's happening there that <laughs> <laughs> sounds like our super bowl night mate yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, uh, super bowl night out that lasted two days <laughs> that's, a, that's yeah. a good party that's, that's yeah. a good party that's a good yeah. party uh, besides the techno lights in the hotel <laughs> hey, those lights are amazing. Oh, I, I, I want to, I really wanted to punch you because of that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess <laughs> um, my question to both of you, Paul and Mike, uh, we, we kind of were talking about this our, on our last show. What, like, does the offensive team, like the offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore, or any of the offensive staff, do they not get the same stats that the rest of the internet gets? <laughs> because clearly, like, you know what works. And then you know it doesn't work. So it's like, what, what, what is an issue within the organization on why they're not following that? Is it, do they think that this time it's going to be a little bit different? Like that's that's kind of where I'm a little bit dumb, dumbfounded. The amount of money that that these uh, the, the coaching staff makes, the amount of money that these players makes, like it doesn't take a genius to just look at a bunch of stats because the internet will calculate it all for you. Heck, when mm. we're in trouble, our chat that's usually, do, our chat usually tells it. Yeah, and it's not me being yeah. like a uh, like a keyboard uh, coach. It's just like, hey, when we run more... Sounds we, like, you're, it, it, sounds well, like well, you're being a keyboard coach. You would think it's common sense, really. 
like when you kind of break it down it's like okay well that works why are you not sticking to that it's like yep. and then you're seeing all these more trickery plays and it just never ever seems to pull off i'm like oh, why yep. are we getting so cute for for no reason there's a, there is an easy answer to that and it's ego yes it's helen moore and mike mccarthy <laughs> going we don't need to scheme because our players are better than yours so i am just going to beat you yeah. with our better players you have to go and beat us, and then it happens, and we're and and they're shocked, and they get cre- and they a- get asked the question, and they go, "Yeah, maybe we shouldn't have done that. Maybe we should have done this a bit more." And by then, it it's hindsight, and it's too late. Too late. Just to bring up Joe's comment there, he says our offense did their job by scoring thirty-four points. That it's the defense that blew it. Yeah, I, I totally agree. agree. I totally agree. It's true. like you mentioned, like you mentioned there, Anthony. It's like uh, seventeen points difference. And we and our uh, and I know we're still talking offense here, but they did not do their job in that second half. Like we we were still storm. Was, I don't know how, how many points did we score in that second quarter. Just just four, oh, sorry. In in the second half, we scored just the touchdown. Just the yeah. touchdown. Yeah. So we still put points in the board, regards in that second half. But for our defense to not help, basically, like let Jacksonville basically get back into the game, it just yeah. wasn't good enough. I mean, we will we'll talk on yeah. that because I've got quite a bit to go on that one. But my question to you guys, and there is a couple of answers to this question, is uh, in two games now, Michael Gallup has three receptions and 42 yards, no touchdowns. What's going on with Gallup? Because, I mean, let's be fair, right? If you said on that last play where Noah Brown bobbled the ball, if that was Michael Gallup or CD Lamb on that crossing right, Probably looking at a different outcome. Yeah, possibly. Well, so what's happened to Gallup? I, I, and Kellen has come out and apologized. I, for me, I think it's just all down to distribution, depending on how they place it. I mean, when you really kind of like you're saying three targets, 42 yards there, Mike. Is that what you said? Yeah, I mean, that's, a, that's an average of like 10.3, 10. 10.4 yards per carry per catch. So that, it's decent enough but like when you take that. The average in perspective, <clears throat> but it's not enough targets though. Yeah. So it's and CD Lamb has really stepped right up, becoming that wide receiver number one. Oh yeah, He's, yeah, you can't take like, that like, away from him. Well, well, the reason I'm saying that is because the whole like, and we mentioned about like the whole Odell Beckham chat type of thing. That's now do, but that definitely lit a fire under underneath his butt to really step up. <laughs> so that's probably taking a lot more focus away from Gallup, I think, and like the guys, like the Noah Brown as well, but. But you are seeing the emergence with the tight ends as well, with Ferguson, Schultz, and Hendershot stepping up as well. So I think it's just like whoever comes available at the time, depending on the play, that's just going to throw it to. And it seems like Gallup's getting covered all the time. I I think yeah, it's it, I'm good or bad playmaking is not the what I'm trying to say here, but perhaps the plays that are being called, Michael Gallup. We saw it with Cooper, uh, uh, Amari Cooper, too. He didn't get the ball a lot. So is that mm-hmm. kind of position a setup for um, whatever Brown is playing out there and, and to get C.D. Lamb more open? And maybe that's just kind of that position doesn't get a lot of targets. Because when you look at it, yeah, like Noah Brown is playing, is in, he has that um, WR2 stats, right? Although yeah, yeah. on the low on the low side of it, I'd like to see it a little higher. He's got f- 533 yards, but he is the more consistent player. Now, my hankering 
is uh, without any sort of knowledge on this thing at all. But I think <laughs> which I, is I, always great to I, start with. I, I, yeah, I just yeah. think I just think that Gallup is that position is not where it gets um, ghosted a little bit. It gets ghosted a little bit, or it's mm. just made to to open the field a little bit more for You're a big pass. There. Yeah. Yeah. See, I find that I find, I find that's the point you no, were looking for, yeah, there, mate, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it basically what what you're looking at is, and for whatever reason, why they're scheming it this way is Michael Garrett's just being used when you look at it on just clearing routes, and it's really re weird to watch when you know the type of quality is. Yeah. He's not part of Dak's progression. He's just literally on clearing routes, and that yeah. and you know, okay, fine, but I you've got to wonder why that's happening. Is, is that happening because of Callum Moore or is it happening because there's something more happening with Gallup? Is it something still to do with his injury oh, sure. or fatigue? You got to You got to worry. That's it. Obviously, that comes into question. The, the injury factor yeah. and the, the, the thing that us fans, we don't get to see. We don't get to see what happens midweek, right? Like we don't get to see mm -hmm. what the coaches are seeing during the week. Maybe like you said, maybe Gallup's uh, leg injury is lingering a little bit and mm -hmm. it's obviously like he would he could take the top off any defense last year right like i yeah. think if michael gallup is completely fine we're not going out and signing a ty hilton so there's well, got to be something it, going on go. in, the, in the background the the oh. other thing oh go for it paul oh. yeah crack him crack him yeah. if you got him so oh, come on, man. Let's yeah let me get one, one in here on. too while we're, while we're paused out here hey I would be okay with how, if that's the case, I'd be okay with them using Gallup in that way. If he had a higher yards per average, he's, he's just under 11 yards. So not, it's not like he is being used on those deep balls and get, and has like a 15, 16 yard average, right? Like he's, he's actually lower than well, like Noah Mike Brown said, and though, Lamb. They're sending them like he's going and they're just like, okay. He's taking, he's taking that, not, that CB. No. That's, that's all. That's his. And I'd like, I'd say sucks. that would be more okay yeah. if, if he was getting those deep at least balls utilizing once it. in a while. Well, yeah. it, it used to be, I'd say once a game with Michael Gallup, they're, they're, yeah. going, they're going to him. They're going deep yeah. to Michael Gallup at least once a game, maybe twice. I can't really remember. I don't remember a deep route going to him. It, Last game, at least. I know. I knew yeah. he, he had the one in the end zone that well, they threw what, him on a what, scramble play. Tell, but... tell me how many times have we thrown the deep ball this season? Yeah, not very many. Be not honest. many. Mm. Like that, that, that. So like, when I'd like we... to see a Turpin in there. Send him fucking running. Exactly. I mean, and... oh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> drop. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah, That's right, the longest right. I've ever went without saying that. So we'll, we'll bleep it. We'll bleep Two minutes. It. Yes. <laughs> so when he, when 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 it, when, uh, when we talk when we have our meeting for our podcast and answers, there's no way I can go uh, anytime without swearing. We know that his golden standard right now is 32 minutes. <laughs> That's pretty good. So, uh, <laughs> there you go. Noted. No um, the. I'm very interested to see what T.Y. Hilton's going to do within our, our our wide receiver mix, and I and I'm seeing if if uh, C.D. Lamb continues to maintain that W.R. one role, and possibly T.Y. comes in as number two, or if T.Y. allows the Michael Gallup to open up. Obviously, yes. obviously, there's a lot of things that the offense in the passing game that they have been doing that's attractive the trip set for the the clone zone or the the what the, the tight ends when they're all on the field like that those are some those are some of those gimmicky or the new type of uh 12 nine uh, type of stuff yeah like yeah. that type of stuff gets me excited over top of like these you know triple reverses or whatever the heck he's doing but like ultimately 
I think, like Ant was saying, bringing in a T.Y. Hilton, there is something up with the receivers because they couldn't count on uh, Tolbert. He's just too young. Um, Turpin's uh, stuck on special teams. And Washington, he's been out all season. And then he his first play back, he drops the ball, which is what he's known for. So, like, you know, the, we know that we have enough weapons on on at least our, our wide receivers. There just needs to be that chemistry. Dak has to get it away from, you know, Schultz and the, the other tight ends and get it to some of our – Get it, get it some more wide receivers, right? And that's the other side of it. That's why I was hoping somebody go to is the chemistry. Because you think that Dakar and Gallup just seem to be missing that, 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 that blend together. And I, I don't know if it's because Dak's missed time, Gallup's missed some time this season. They've kind of been ships passing in the night and they haven't had time to gel. Well, I, I mean, some, I, I, I don't know. They've had so many seasons together now, so I don't see, I don't see that being as an using that as the scapegoat. Like, they've got the playbook. They should know the routes. They should know everything. Like, we're in what week? What week? Fourteen? Not week 15, 15. We're yeah. in week 16. fifteen of the, sixteen we're, now. This is week sixteen. Yeah, week sixteen. Oh, I could the bye week and that. Yeah, so yeah. we're in week Damn. sixteen in in the it's regular depressing. season now. That's depressing. Oh, no. it, 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 pff, oh, time flies when you're having Flying fun. Out. It does, it oh. does. But just to kind of go back to that point, it's just you've had all the preseason, you have had the off-season program. Uh, yeah, Begallop was injured, but he would still be taking on those mental reps, actually sitting down with Gat, uh, Dak, like probably go mm -hmm. home and go over the playbook. and just. How many years have they had together? Four, five, um, five? Since 2004. I think this is their fifth 17? year. Yeah, this would be their, yeah. their fifth year. The the thing that stands out to me now that you guys got me thinking about it is is the injury. He, yeah, that's got to be it. If it's nothing else, gotta you, you, you got to go to the, you got to go to. Gotta if it's not mental, like because Paul said, if it's not mental, because these guys obviously have had a repertoire with each other before. What's yep. the next out, out, outlier? It's got to be the injury. Is it is it a is it a this year thing or is it this is the guy yeah. now thing? Well, no, yeah, no, I think it's a this year thing. I, I've 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 heard people talking about ACL injuries before. Mm. And they've said like it, it's it. Although you can get out there and and do stuff, it, you know, initially that, it's it's a good year before you. Unless you're back Adrian Peterson. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> there guy's is a, that. Guy's a freak, though. So. He was a monster. In saying that, with ACL injuries, the the advancements in recovery and technological the recovery side, yeah, yeah, but like it, you, like you still got to get could, back. I know, but but what I'm trying to say is, is like it's a whole different time where ten years ago, where ACL injuries is basically, yeah, you're actually are out for the season yeah. and potentially yeah. miss half a season next year. Now you're talking about, yeah, ACL injury, yeah, no problem. Four months, then you'll yep. be back running again. It's, it's like it just it just shows you how much advancement or the help the, the medical staff have done. Like, I mean, take for example, uh, Mr. Jalen Smith. We've always used him as a scapegoat in terms of recovery. A guy should have never even played in the NFL, but we managed to get him back into the NFL yep. from that injury where he picked up. Uh, uh, was it the senior bowl or something like? That? It was his so very last. Yeah, it, yeah, it was his bowl. It was his yeah. bowl play. He was playing yeah. against. Uh, I think actually Ohio. I'm pretty sure he was tackling Zeke when he when he blew. Yes, his knee he up. was actually. Yeah. yeah. So, but uh, yeah, his very last game. That guy should have never played again. And that <laughs> just goes to your point of the advancements in technology are so crazy right now that you Absolutely. get a guy with. I think he was the first guy to ever come back from drop foot. Is what they call and, it to and, play back in the NFL. And you know, NFL teams have like the most up to date, um, especially in Jerry's world. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. When you oh yes. The, the facilities at Frisco, like. Oh, yeah. Seen it firsthand. <laughs> yeah. 
I, you go into this machine, it's going to look at your body and tell you first, everything that's wrong with it. First, that machine's going to salt your body up. It's going to yeah. take a, it's going to take 600 pounds of salt and put it all over your body. That's what it's going to do. Yeah. Um, and they do like that whole, you know, that pressurized tank thing. Yeah. And yeah. And Hyperbaric force chamber. Force oxygen in. Yeah. yeah. And you're just like, whoa. Yeah. And they got, yeah. All, they got all the stuff. Yeah, it told me that my water consumption was very low, but my alcohol consumption was very high. That's you're what like, we like to hear, baby. <laughs> you're like, you're like, you're speaking the same language to me. I don't know the difference here. I, you, 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 do that, man. What, I had to hop into your, <laughs> your standard machine. Yeah, I had to hop into your standard machine for you to tell me that. Come on, dog. Come on. <laughs> I would have just turned around. And I'd be like, "There's water in beer, mine." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not even watered down beer, straight. <laughs> Um, um, but the, la the last part I, I wanted to look at on the offense is actually a little bit of a weakness, a chink in the Eagles' arm armor, which is um, their run defense. So they rank uh, on run defense, uh, I believe it is. Hold on, I got it here somewhere. They are. Get it, Mike. Like you got it, Mike. Come on, Mikey. You got mm. it. Get it. Get it, Mikey. You got it. Come on. <laughs> Hold on. There it is. Third. Hang on. 11th 11th oh, i believe so, so um i might be wrong i think and you I'm know what wrong at this point who cares it, it we, believe it. we believe it's it. the eagles who cares yeah, it's we, the we eagles i i don't care what to me personally i don't care what their run defense is just run it at them no matter what just yeah. keep running smash at them mouth, That's, smash mouth football yep. smash mouth football it's christmas christmas eve in december i mean obviously it's going to be inside a stadium but just keep running just run 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 yeah, when you look at, at the two guys as well, Zeke is just on a run at the moment, yeah. 10 rushing touchdowns. Pollard is doing all sorts. Plus, there's that you know, he's getting involved in the passing game as well. When you look at yep. the, the touchdown he scored with the, the little sidestep all the way into the end. So, oh, that was, that was, that was, nice. So that was that. a nice that was I a nice really like that play call. I really like that. Um, I think this is the way where it's going to go this is this is the the place to start this is your base your foundation of winning this game is zeke pollard and then everything else filters out from that what do you guys take on how you foresee the running backs this weekend do you want me to hit that ad i'll yes. hit it uh yes. for me the way the cowboys have been utilizing them sure i've been screaming at the tv a lot this year saying to run it more than we have been but the way they've utilized them has been almost it's it's been perfect like it for example, a guy that's technically our second running back, Tony Pollard, he just made his first Pro Bowl. If that doesn't yep. say everything, yes, Tony Pollard. Yeah. shout yeah. out to, for Woo! the first Pro Bowl. Like that's as as a I'm not going to call him a backup as a one B starter. That's hard mm. to do, and it just shows the type of season he's had. It's almost like every time he touches the ball, he's he's ready to break one. And then you take him out of the field and you put Zeke in, who's been running. We got it. Like Zeke does not lose yards when he runs the ball. No, no. He might get. He, 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 he always gets across the line of scrimmage. It feels like. Yeah, like with Zeke, he is literally your battering ram of a, a power of running back, and, you and go, it's the dirty yards. It's yeah. the dirty yards oh, that yeah. is most important. Whereas Pollard, he is the elusive. He is the one that avoids getting tackled, like like shifting side to side. Like he's the one that's breaking ankles out there. But but, but Zeke, man, I would hate to be a linebacker oh, uh, yeah. trying to make try to stop him. Yeah, and the only problem, the only problem with it is they, I don't, I still don't 
feel like they're giving them enough touches. I, 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 I agree. They could get 10 more touches combined every game and, and it would, yeah. it would be beneficial. Yeah. What I would like them to start doing um, is continue to, to call the same play setups, but just running plays on it. So get the wide receivers out there in different sets and just continually run the ball because yeah, it's guessing. going to, at the right time, you can run that option where the guy you're going to run it. But if he, somehow um catches the cornerback or whoever it is sleeping you can quickly sling it out there and now everyone's starting to have to push back a little like it is a nice recipe when you have this one-two combination and like you mentioned not enough is said about like Pollard is very easy to see what he's doing but Zeke's yards are like on a difficulty scale he's always going in there hard and eating away at the will of the defense. And that's a yeah. big part. That's a big factor in that one-two punch. That was beautifully said there, man, AJ. Beautifully yeah. said. And if you remember as well, Paul, we were speaking with Dave Hellman before, and he was telling yes. us, he was like, when Zeke is on the field, you can feel like there's a different energy in the opposing defense, that they see Zeke strut on the field, and that you can feel the tension in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when that collision comes in all of a sudden mm-hmm. then, as opposed to when Pollard's there, you can hear that that there's this louder and, and it's just more aggressive with him. And that's what you get different with, with Zeke. See, yeah. I noticed that watching that from the actual Colts game, like mm. through those three quarter, throughout the whole game, like not from first to third, but throughout the whole game. It's like whenever Zeke was in, you could tell that their defense, their, their run defense was a lot more tighter equipped. In terms mm. of more the inside run, they're especially. getting ready for it. Yeah, they, they were expecting to hit like Zeke to hit up the A gap or the B gap or whatever or not. Mm. Whereas Pollard, it's like uh, a, a variety box. You just don't know where he's going to go. Yeah, yeah, it is. I think oh, sorry, the, the the other one thing that I was just <laughs> thinking about there, it, it's it's the rhythm too. Yeah. Getting in a right yeah. rhythm. Yeah. Now I. That's what I think comes out that the Cowboys come out of sometimes is come out of that rhythm because a play threw them off. And so rather than trying to just hop back in, they're like, oh, well, now th- now we're into a new a new song and dance, if I if you if you will. Um, but it's it's about continually trying to stick with what they were playing because it's got it, it keeps your team in a nice flow. And also that wear and tear on the defense is such yeah. a mental game. It's going to break. It's it's the it's it's the floodgate where it's like just keep pushing. Who cares if it's one or two hard fought yards? Eventually that's gonna open up and then suddenly now you're eating 10, 20, 30 yards. I don't know. Should I keep going? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it keep true. it going, AJ. Keep it going, man. 40, 50, 40, 50. <laughs> And they do say that the, the quickest way to, between two points is a straight line. So mm-hmm. go with that. Yeah, yeah. The the thing that's been exciting with the running backs, and we, you see it on the sounds of the sideline, is that the attitude from them is so awesome. And they're both – you yeah. can see that they're like they, – they are a cohesive unit. Yeah, and they're not 1A, in competition. 1B. They're not in competition. They're, they're, yeah. co, they're co-backs. And that's like – it's the true form of like what – two solid running backs should be so sure. I, and i don't know what the stats are or what what game was last where we predominantly let's say ran it 70 percent of the time um but like come never probably never exactly maybe, maybe well, Dak's first game back possibly but but i i, I do want to see the, i want i know like if it's like if we're running above 50 percent, we're we're gonna we're gonna win we have a better stat on winning those games but what it, what would it be if we are running most of the like most of the game seventy percent of the time? What type of production would we see from these guys? Because like you said, you want to see ten more uh, 
uh, snaps uh, to like collectively with the running mm. backs. But like, what happens if we get 15 or 20? Do they do they hit a different level? Do they hit a different plateau? Do they work the defense a little bit so that you get those one quick hits to a tight end or a, a, a fucking deep ball, which we <laughs> haven't seen at all? Sorry. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, 45 minutes. Uh, there is, 45 there, there, minutes. Was, 45 there actually minutes. was one game where they rushed more than they played passing plays. Who, which which was game? against the Rams. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that was actually still with Cooper Rush in there. So that, yes. that, that yeah. makes sense. And then I'm pretty sure Pollard had an. Um, sh- like crazy game. He had a couple big. He had a couple big runs. Like I, I honestly think the strength yeah, of this team. Yeah, he had a fifty-seven-yard run. Yeah, yeah, and he he looked fat. He looked totally looked fast. And I, I just hate that we go away from it. And I hope I don't think we'll ever see seventy percent with Kellen Moore calling no, plays. I would no. say but, maybe sixty, sixty. Yeah, no more than sixty-five. I would. Say. I don't know if I want to see seventy. No, I'm happy with fifty-fifty if we get to that. To <laughs> yeah. Honest. If we can just go fifty-fifty, I I would but honestly be happy. You you brought up Kellen Moore. Obviously, that is a, a a big predominant reason is Kellen Moore was a quarterback. He's gonna we're he's gonna, gonna check it. He's he's gonna <laughs> and we're gonna toss it up. We're gonna toss <laughs> the ball up. Uh. So yeah, I mean, obviously not a big fan of some of these running plays. The running the ball consistently was is old school. It's old school. It's boomer football. And and I don't yeah, know if he said that, but I could see him saying that. Um, but anyways, <laughs> I mean, again, he's he's basically he's reverse Garrett. He's in yeah, Ga- totally. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because she knew with Jason Garrett, it's always going to be like first, first and second down. Run, 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 pass. Always. Much. always. I loved it. I loved watching that with Demarco Murray and, his, and Ezekiel Elliott. I, yeah, I, I, I honestly, I if it was first, first down, second down, and we were picking up yards, I was like, man, I'm all for this. Just keep, keep doing it. <laughs> I, I I didn't hate it to be honest. As long as we're as long as it's producing, which it did with you know a couple of years with Demarco Murray, and then a few yeah. years with uh, Ezekiel Elliott when he was still there with Garrett. Obviously, you're gonna find complaints with everything. Like at the end of the day, we just want to see this offense roll and not collapse. We want to see a full game from them. Yeah, and and, and yeah. sorry, I'll make one last point, and then uh, if, if you guys want to move on on the offense, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then only... we'll move on to defense as soon as you um, close. I totally understand when you hear uh, coaches or uh, quarterbacks, they say the thing that you want to get it into the wide receiver's hands early and right away. So if they're going to make the drop, like just let them have that feel. So I would even be fine within the first few uh, drives that they're not fully running. They are getting the receivers, some of those, uh, some of those snaps and then go like second and third quarter heavy run and then figure out what you're going to do in the fourth, depending on how the game goes. Like, I'm not afraid of the throwing. It's exciting when a, a massive play happens. Oh, yeah. Just, we haven't really seen a lot of those massive well, plays. You know why? Because this is the issue with that, with doing that. And this has happened a bunch of times. We try, we, we have tried doing that. We'll come out. We'll get the ball at the start of the game. We'll throw it on first down, either get yeah. sacked or have an incompletion. Then we'll run it on second down, get two yards. And now, yeah, you're, yeah. Third, now you're third and eight. Right? So we actually have tried doing that. We have tried throwing it. But we just there. I think there was a few games we had multiple three and outs, and that's because they get behind the down and distance. I'm all for that, but if you're going to throw on first down, you better have a play that you're going to at least pick up four to five yards. That's all. Yeah. That's all I want. I believe one of those games was. I believe one of those games was. I believe one of those games was the Giants as well. Yeah, yeah. it was. It definitely yeah. was. Yeah. yeah, especially early. 
if you're going to do that earlier. I, we were I'm at the Giants game, game, and we don't even really remember it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I, boys, I missed – I was standing in line the whole third quarter. I missed some of the most exciting plays. I remember when we were, doing, when we were watching the highlights, I'm like, what? where was I? I was I was at that game. I paid a lot of – we paid a lot of money for me to be at the game. I don't remember any of this stuff happening. Getting a burrito that you dropped on your jersey. <laughs> hey, boys, I cleaned it up, though, okay? As long as it didn't stain – yeah, no, it, it did. It did for it did. a bit. And it was like oh. a fresh uh, uh, AT&T stadium bought jersey Thanksgiving oh. game throwback style. I was oh. I was I was, gut, I was gutted. I was gutted. <laughs> gutted. <laughs> All right, let's move to the defense, guys, and then we can get on to the fantasy side. Today. All right. Open up. Uh, oh. oh, yeah. Give it. I don't know if you guys just noticed that there, but uh, AJ and uh, Adam there were just playing the air guitar there. Back yeah, back. Uh, dual lead yeah. guitarists in this band? <laughs> Wall of guitars on UK Cowboys. <laughs> what up? Okay, here's what? my first question on defense is where has the pressure gone? Oh, man. Ooh. Yeah, it's it's been the, the, last two, the, last, the last two games, what, one sack in the last two games, I think? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah abysmal. Yeah, that's just unacceptable. That is unacceptable. I think what we're seeing is the fragility of of those positions. We had we had a great start. We had a great um, starting lineup on defense. But once those positions started to crack, there wasn't the quality enough player to fill in to just retain. And I think we're starting to see players having to cover a little bit more. That's that's the key right there. And so that weakens the whole the whole play. Like what what? Hankins, when he came in, um, I don't know if, if this makes sense statistically, but just optically, it looked like he filled a really nice void there. And, he did. He did. And, yeah, and everyone was, was really, really, <laughs> really, exactly, absolutely, <laughs> the huge wall. But everyone was firing. Now, we're starting to see later in the season, people are starting to get a little banged up. The depth is a concern on all positions. Well, the thing that makes me nervous mm. about this is the D-line, they're still doing their thing. The thing that I think teams are now doing to us is there you definitely saw this in the Texans game? They're getting rid of the ball fast. Yeah, so, this is, yes, this is exactly what I want to talk about. Our biggest weakness, we're too aggressive in our defensive front front seven, and that opens the doors for the run play option and the screen yep. passes every single time. And it's and worked we, against us. Yeah, yeah and we and does. we saw that against the Eagles, we saw it against the Texans there, and we saw that from um Trevor Lawrence against the Jags last week, uh, just no. last 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 weekend. We're almost getting the, schemed out of the past the past Yeah. And, 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 and it's the big, we're, we're so aggressive. That's that's our problem. We're just too aggressive. It's the aggressiveness, but also if you look at it as well, Dan Quinn is putting the defensive lineman on twist and stunts more than any other team in the NFL. And when you twist or you send them on the stunt, there's a, that's a lot of time uh, it's to more get delay. that play to develop. And because they, they know that, and it's really high, uh, uh, that the Cowboys mm. at the moment are stunting at a rate of 44%. Wow. And that's wow. like 20% Jeez. more than the second. That's a lot. Hey, for a layman like me, can you uh... – What's a what's a they stunt? cross the the, the, so the defensive they, line crosses? You got, yeah, you got two different versions. So a twist will be where um, your defensive lineman and your defensive tackle cross over each other uh, at the line. So to try and cause basically a little bit of confusion on what they're doing, and a stunt is where the two inside guys will cross over on onto each other. Right. For a second, I thought you were going to get up and give us a demonstration. Yeah. There, Mike. I, I'll go. I'll <laughs> right on the wall. Pull, pull, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Paulson went in. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so the, now this is this is the 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 thing about the offensive or defensive coordinator is is the adjustments because as we move throughout the season, there's just more and more footage on how to defeat how to beat a, a a team. This is every single year, so it's nothing new. What how do what's you have to have this acknowledgement that I'm going to need to make these adjustments moving on. Keeping keeping what's working, or at least changing the play so that that still operates and functions. Yeah. So whatever the main, the, the, a main the thing course. to so main thing with like these quick passes because we do a lot of man coverage, right? There's a lot of man yeah. coverage, and yeah, last yeah. game uh, the the scapegoat or the jockstrap of the game was Kelvin Joseph, right? Like mm-hmm. he got he was he getting burned. Pry. He he, he yeah. cannot play. He's not very good in man coverage. At no. some point, you're going to have to sprinkle in. Uh, Zone. zone like you're that's mm-hmm. your best your best way to stop these quick passes is for each guy to play a part of the field obviously if you that's all you do there's obviously very easy ways to beat zone but you got to sprinkle this in at certain times it's almost like gambling right like you got to pick the right play at the right time you just can't keep playing man you got to eventually got to switch it up and i just don't think we have i think dan quinn doesn't think we have the guys for a zone defense he's more of a man coverage guy but i would like to see something in that vicinity change because calvin joseph is isn't very good right now hey he's done he checked out in that game but um (laughs) here's the problem that we've got right and paul's not gonna like this because i'm gonna slag a player off but uh last week what we saw was there was so little pressure especially from inside there are five inside guys um Mm -hmm. oaksa watkins Neville Gallimore, Golston, and I'm missing one more guy. Uh, Bohana. Uh, Quinton Bohana, yeah. They all accounted for a grand total of three pressures last week. Yeah, not good. Mike had, had 12, so like... Three, yeah, yeah, Mike had 12. Three, three from the inside is not... At least match Micah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is that is that just utilizing those guys in a way to free up more pressures? Well, it's for, the stunts, right? Or? Like, it's, oh, okay. yeah, exactly. They're too they're slow. Bit, they're they're not getting to the. They're not getting, getting that pressure because they got just, just not hitting their gaps pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like, I, I, and the, the the issue we've got now is Neville Gallimore has been fairly quiet, and we know what type of player he is. He's put a bit of weight on, which is good. He's in his to his third year, but the issue we've got now is that he's coming contract year um because he was the third round player and um really what we've had from him because he's a pass rushing defensive three tech but we're just not getting the, the levels of production like osa seems to be doing okay you know he's he's looking a little fatigued mm-hmm. but what do we do with neville gallimore going forward guys i uh, he's had some success and i, um, I don't i don't really like He's a Canadian, He's a so Canadian, we are a so little This, 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 this pains me more than anything, guys, because Neville we're, Gallimore's my guy. We're big Nel- I, we're big Gallimore fans. Yeah, we are. Same. Canadian bulldozer. He really well, is. If I can just say quickly, it, it's a little better that the combination only has three rather than signaling him out. So, like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. it's more of a systematic it, it could thing. could be a, more of a system thing, but... For me, I, I look at those bodies at least, and I can't speak of the talent levels, but there a lot of them are younger dudes. You'd think that they'd be able to be coached body wise. It it they're physical enough. So, um, yeah, I mean, it really just comes down to that skill that or that football speed, I guess. That three pressures out of all the interior in a game. What it can, I don't know if you have this in front of you. What was it in the Houston game? 
from those I guys. Mean, it it was probably it was probably quite poor too, just because we yeah. had no sacks. So I imagine it was quite quite low also. But that is concerning because at the start of the year, even mm-hmm. I'd say when when the whole Cooper Rush stunt there, the defense was a bunch of dogs, man. Yeah. Like yeah, we yeah. were just we were it was flying a around guy every week. Yeah. So it's yeah, yeah. It, it really was. So it is a little bit concerning as a whole uh front line because that seemed to be our strength. And it might just be, you know, now you have Jordan Lewis out. Now you have Anthony Brown, who a lot of people crapped on. And I honestly think Anthony, I was a very, I was an Anthony Brown guy. I yeah. said, this is yeah. now that he's hurt, people are really going to see what we could have instead of him. And it's exactly. kind of, it's, it's bit us, it's bit us so far. Yeah. And Houston um, was even worse. Well, so from get, our inside well, defensive tackles, uh, Quinton Bohana and Osa Odigizu were both registered to pressure. And that was it. Wow, so two, wow. so five in so the last five, five crashes so, from your inside so guys in two games. That's not good. What what I will say on the matter in terms of the interior, so we we do know we've got a really good edge rush on both sides with D Law, especially with the run stopping and stuff out. Like Dorrance Armstrong's oh, having yeah. a great game. Mm-hmm. If there's one thing, like and and a lot of praise does deserve to go to Aiden Dudley, our defensive lineman coach, for the turnaround mm-hmm. he's done for the past yeah. two years. UK boy, like yep, yeah, yeah. London. UK guy as well, London Warriors. Sure yeah. is. Um, but yeah, if there's one thing he should really kind of like now is try and fix the weaknesses because he knows like we do have like Parsons or Armstrong or Lawrence or whoever on the upper side of the edge, we can still like we can get to the edge, like is run that- the edge, no problem. But it's just a matter of our interiors right now. We just like it just seems like there's a stumbling block. So Dudley needs to do something about that along with Dan Quinn to try and see how we can eliminate that problem. They, they, they know the inside defensive line is an issue because yep. you look at how much resources they pumped into it. On top of what they've drafted, they even went out, got Carlos Watkins, put him on the practice squad. Things have all gone tumbling down. And now he's playing significant snaps again. They got a guy on free agency to come in and play nose tackle for you. Although we drafted a nose tackle. So they know that, this is a problem. And I, I, it's like, how far does this have to keep tumbling? Because it, it is, it is. It, and I don't even think it's a three tech. It's more the one tech position that seems to be the issue. Well, is it time in, to maybe roll back um, the scheming a little and, and go back to a little bit more of the fundamentals and look for just like small wins. So instead of getting say six, seven yards per average, we, we hold them to four yards per average. You know, it's not a, it's not a good in that stat alone. You wouldn't be excited about, yeah, but yeah, if it yeah, means, yeah. if it to means be fair, <laughs> to, to, to be fair, AJ, we said that like what you just said there is pretty much what we said nearly every week under Mike Nolan and Jim Tosula. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Every week we were like, ah, can we not just simplify the defensive playbook? Yeah, <laughs> just man. like, like well, why why is our edge rushers and basically a two point yeah. stance if they're like <laughs> coming off the edge? Why? <laughs> when yeah. when it's working, we've seen it work well, and this mm. is what we want to have happen for the playoffs. If if playoffs, playoffs. if playoffs. we're if we're in a position now where look, it's we're we're a ten percent chance away of not being in the position we are now if we lose out the rest of the season. And I'm not saying uh, throw in the towel at at all. Um, but if that's the case, then isn't maybe it's time to figure out the uh, the defense. And if that means um, simplifying it, resting some of the players a little bit in game, so they're still playing, but they're not going 
better better rotation. You better think? rotation, like and and just that is what they miss in. Yeah, and then yeah. you play out the rest of the season that way. Maybe you uh, not not fully near the end, but your base like we need to go into playoffs now. In my head, playoffs, playoffs. playoffs. We need to go it. We need to start thinking that's what we are preparing for because it's 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 on the inevitable horizon yep. essentially. We got hey we got and we have some tough running backs coming up in the next two weeks. We have two Pro Bowlers, yeah. Miles Sanders yep. and Derrick Henry, and then the two cats in in Washington. They're no schlubs. You got. Uh, uh, Gibson and and Robinson, so they're both good yeah, guys. Much, yeah, like yeah. we're gonna we're gonna be tested these next three weeks, and it's really gonna tell you going into into the postseason if we're able to stop the run. Like what did it was a seven yeah, well, seven average against? Yeah. It was a seven average against. Like we gave up seven yards per carry against the Jaguars. Yeah, well, it? so that's, yeah, that's awful. That, the the odd thing is that first half of the season, or not even the first half of the season, when we play guys like Mixon, Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Uh, 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 who's even there? Barkley. Saquon Barkley twice. Uh, yeah, Saquon yeah. Barkley twice. Like, yeah. there were there were non-issues. There were non-issues. So it's like when we play a team where we're not either a ready for their quarterbacks to fuck, uh, to you caught yourself to, to to run like the double uh the double issue that we had in Houston with Mil- the Mills and um what's the other goof's name? Yes, uh, Damon P.S. Demon yeah. Pierce, yeah. So, so these these quarterbacks are running around, and it's like, okay, we weren't ready for them to do that, so they're gonna they're gonna eat our lunch, and then we play against the Jags, and it's like they don't have a running game, and then all of a sudden Etienne Junior uh, comes out of nowhere, lights and he's and he lights us up. So it's like, yeah. I think in my mind, going against the Eagles, I don't know if Miles Sanders is going to be as big of an issue as let's say a Jalen Hurts would have been for us, and now that Jalen Hurts is in, I think they can kind of re. Uh, recalibrate and 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 really help uh, shut down Sanders the way that we did these other star uh, star backs and then with Derrick Henry I, I don't think I don't think they uh, also so the next and that's the thing the next two games we play are against backup quarterbacks because yeah Dan exactly out for season, yeah out for season mm-hmm. and Hertz so they're going to be run, they're going to be running so they're going to be running lots and then obviously you get Heineke who they're going to be playing they're going to be playing for a playoff spot. Hurts, don't be such a don't be such a chicken. Child, Get a in the game, bro. Get in the game. <laughs> it, did, it did kind of take the the wind out of our sails, though. Yeah. Him not playing, but I don't care who's no, at quarterback. It's, it's I want to tri- win this it's game. The, it's the trilogy. The trilogy is going to happen. Like I said, it's a simulation. Saint, yeah. Hey, it's going to happen in in playoffs. The last time, the, the last time that uh, Gardner Minshew did play a game, it was against the Cowboys. It was last year, week week eighteen. Is that what we are? We go into week 18 now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He played against the Cowboys week 18 and got absolutely smacked. Mm-hmm. Not that that's saying anything, but that's just well, just some, just some back, backdoor info there. Just to add on top of like the Jordan Minshew, because obviously he's going to be the starting quarterback for this game. Completely different dynamic compared to Jalen Hurts. Completely different dynamic. He's definitely a, a guy that more sits in the pocket to look for a pass more than Jalen Hurts does. Hurts is more that type of quarterback. If there's a gap opening within his offensive line, he'll run play option it pretty much. And and you, like you kind of mentioned, it'll be last year that he got absolutely smoked. So when it comes to this year, like the game plan is obviously going to have to be different. They're going to have to rely, like you mentioned, Miles Sanders, and they're going to have to rely more on their offensive line, like Lane Johnson and uh, Jason Kelsey. They're going to have to rely on them a lot more in this game for sure. And they're on fire right now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, as much as much as I hate to admit it, but, but you, yes. You, here's the big problem: is our safety, well, whole secondary really last week was quite bad, and we'll talk about Calvin Joseph now. But the issue we've got is 
we're playing now up against AJ Brown, who in the last three games ranks fifth in total yards. And um, the Eagles' passing offense is in the last three games third mm. in total passing yards. Yeah. So they are absolutely flying right now. And, you know, you look at, at the way our defensive backs were playing. I mean, we made Zay Jones look like Megatron. Yeah. Oh, so my like, goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, like, what are we going to do here? Because I know, we, like I say, we'll, we'll touch on Kelvin Joseph now. But what's happened there as well? Because that seems to have slipped off all of a sudden as well. You just got to call that well, a wasted draft pick in my, in my, in my mind. Yeah, I don't, I don't think true. you haven't seen enough from the guy and I know he hasn't had very many chances, but last week was his chance last week was, Hey, okay, here mm-hmm. you go. They're going to, they're going to target you, make some plays. And he got, he got exposed granted cornerback in the NFL is probably minus quarterback, the hardest position to play. Yeah, so yeah. It, it, there is a huge learning curve, right? So it's one of these weird things in the NFL. It's kind of a unwritten rule with your higher draft picks. You usually see them get three years, right? Yeah. Unless they completely, yeah, yeah, yeah. unless they completely yeah. crash and burn. So I still think he has a spot, but he's got to be on a pretty pretty short leash. I think I, I think he's yeah, and I think uh, he's got the benefit now of you've got the rest of the season here to really make up for any sort of uh, guessing that people have on you and and play playing in a game speed. You're right, is a lot different than like. Um, just practicing. So hopefully we're going to see him get up to speed because it's a position that is just going to continually be picked at because we know Diggs has completely revolutionized his game this year. Yep, yep. People mm-hmm. are not throwing to him. He and that's he's fine. The, he's, the, he's the shutdown corner this year. I got yes. I got news that has just come in on Diggs. He did Ooh. not practice today due to illness. Oh no. Ooh. Him and, Micah were, him and Micah were kissing again. It's all, it's, uh, it's, you gotta stop it. Oh my it, god! It, it's all those double dates that they do to all to these different like news yeah. news yeah. things that they're. That going is, on they to. do actually. That Mike, that is a good point. They do a lot of the joint uh, media stuff, but man, that's bad timing. Hopefully, bad timing. hopefully it's a one one day. Or... Yeah, I think Maybe I think he'll be playing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I and I go I, go into I, the, the the Calvin Joseph thing. I think, like you say, the the learning curve is steep. Yeah. Very much so for um, cornerback, especially when you think like cornerbacks in college aren't really ever taught how to do the physical, like the press man coverage. Yep. Um, it's always they 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 they're always taught how to do zones, so they come into the NFL and all of a sudden it's like you need to learn this quick. Yeah. But what's even worse, I think, for Calvin Joseph, if you go back and look, he did not play that much in college either. Yeah. Didn't really play as a starter. Played very little. Moved colleges, in fact. So he's lacking experience that he can take into the pros that he can fall back on and be like, oh, I've seen this before because he hasn't seen it because he's never done it. Yeah. So it's like, what did they see in him to to even Big get physical a physical guy? He's athletic. He, yeah, he's athletic. He's athletic. Yeah. And Dro- they, they, drop some dimes on those uh, on those uh, rap beats. You know? he, yeah, he's, he's, he's he, he was a, a, a crazy athlete. If you go back and look at it, the athletic traits are off the scale, but there's just nothing between the ears. <laughs> Well, clearly, I mean, uh, and uh, with this, with I mean, we don't want to, we don't need to get into the off-field shenanigans, but yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, right. It, it, absolutely, it, it, yeah. It, it is, it is yeah. that that EQ that that some players just don't have. You could have all the talent in the world, but if you can't be coached, coached up, or coached into a position, then you've got to cut your losses. And and that's the that's that's a big issue with the Cowboys is that they're not willing to cut any type of draft losses 
It's like, if it's not working, get rid of them. Who cares if you draft them year one? If it's not fitting your system, get them out of there. I'm a little... At the end of the day, I, it's, a, it's a business. End of the day. It's like players come and go. Like, I, I still a, think you got to give them some, some, time, some, some time to develop. Sometime but, in, in certain positions, like a guy at cornerback that hasn't had the chance to start much, I, you, the only way you're going to find out that he's not that guy is by getting him out there. And unfortunately, sure. it's at tough times right now, but by seeing him get burned. And yeah, I'll say that if he comes out these next, because this is the next three games and going into the postseason, this is his most important. Th- this is, hey man, this is show us what you got as, as yeah. this, as like as a football player. And if he crash and burns, then yeah, maybe that could speed up with the process of next year of, mm-hmm. of getting rid of him. The thing with the draft picks is they, they don't cost nearly as much as, Yes. most other players so it's still the worth time keeping to de- them on there yeah, the time to develop the contract them, it's worth it's still keeping them at, it's yeah, still right, worth yeah. it uh yeah. one thing can i bring up because it, it's we've no. been a little <laughs> we've been a little like we, we obviously we saw a bunch of stuff in the defense that that wasn't great but i just want to give a shout out to one guy uh duran not so bland yeah absolutely turns out he could play football yeah, he's, big time. He's like the, he's the the complete opposite to me of Kelvin Joseph. He's just very much fifth, fifth round pick. You know, had an awesome training camp. Kind of just got pushed to the side because of we had guys that started over him because of his name. Yeah, bland, yeah, right? yeah bland. Got forced in. Got forced into the starting role. And whenever he's out on the field, he just makes plays. I think he's, he's makes what, fourth and four interceptions or something this year. Like you guys, been yeah, amazing. He is. Yep. He's tied for third right now. Yeah, in, he's, in, in interceptions. So I, he's definitely been a, a bright spot of the defense and. Uh, like maybe we got this gem in the fifth round. So I just wanted to give that a shout out because the guy's been yeah. amazing. And when you think as well that we lose Jordan Lewis and it's like, oh crap, we've lost yep. Jordan Lewis. Cause it's like really important from the slot. And Blank comes in and doesn't skip a beat. It's crazy. It's like, oh, excellent. Yeah. But what, what I like with more. Blank, yeah, but what I tell you what I do like is the height, the size he is. Cause it doesn't make sense. Like a guy his size shouldn't be able to play the slot. He should be an How outside big is he? guy. Yeah, what's his uh, size? It's more like, it's more like uh, 5'11"? No, no, no. Uh, I'll bring it up now. Um, but, like, when you look at it, it doesn't make sense. Uh, but what's really good with that is play, a lot of teams nowadays, like even the Cowboys have done it with C.D. Lamb, you play that big slot wide receiver. But that's Bland. Bland is the, the, the anti-version of that to slow all that down. Yeah. Um, so, I yeah, I do like um, what they're doing. But going back to Calvin Joseph, I think, if they can't get him right quickly, it's gonna we, you're gonna end up seeing Israel Mukwamu out there. Yep. Sure. I, I mean, with I this, like Mukwamu as well. I like Mukwamu. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess like with this late in the season, when we're talking about certain players and, and certain personnel issues, it's like, what type of adjustments can you do? Right. Look, when when you have a question mark like in this situation, and um, you just got uh, my just brain. so you know, Black, Bland is six one, two hundred pounds. Oh yeah, that's a good size. Ooh. Definitely for for a uh, for a slot corner. That's quite big. But, but um, if you are are looking at an issue here with with Lewis and and you have someone, I'm saying uh, these names because I can't say the other ones with Lewis and and Israel. Mukwamu. <laughs> there we go. Mukwamu. Thank you. We got you. Uh, oh, wait, wait, hang on, guys. AJ can't even say a, a regular name. If he, it was like Greg. It was like G G Reg. G Reg. Uh, he's like, he, he, like, like, uh, like the substitute teacher, yeah. Key and Peel. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Aaron. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so then it's, it's stuck in my head. But um, I think it's it, the way that you have to play it is okay. If teams are going to start utilizing that, then we just need to have them switch out a lot more frequently and be playing them not 
necessarily having a starter over the other one, although on the on the score sheet that'll there'll be a starter, but just play them in and out. Um because then that way it's harder to scheme against at least. And maybe it doesn't let the player get the motivation or, or get get the uh the whole game um uh yeah, I guess motivation. Uh you're you're there, sweetie. Go thanks. for it. You Thank you. it but but it, it at least lets you to try them both out and, and if one starts to then outplay the other suddenly starts to hit that that game speed and get things mentally okay now you can start playing them as that the the ultimate starter but at this point i mean we are stuck with the players we have there's no one out there to go ahead and upgrade with so it needs to be you need to work even if you need to figure out a way to make it work even if that's just putting a band-aid on it and hoping that sticks yeah it's true it's true all right then, here we go. Are you guys ready for this? Put next crack, crack me if you, you got him. Yeah, we're yeah, ready. We, we are ready. We're ready for that. Crack me if you got him. Oh, everyone at home as well. Give us your score yeah, predictions. I'm... What do you think? I'm not going to be as confident now. Mm. Who's leading out? Who's leading out? Usually, <sighs> I'll, I'll go. I'll go. And I'll go for it. Um, go for it. Have crazy statistics I throw out at this stage. But yeah, Mike, if, all... if, if there's one thing you guys need to learn about Mike, he somehow accumulates this weird statistics out of nowhere, and you're like, how the <laughs> hell did you research that? <laughs> so we love. I like it. I like I like a, I like a fact man, you know? I have the stupid stats. Um, well, right, we that's have... more our style. Are they, are okay, they okay, accurate, okay, Mike? Okay. Are they accurate? Okay, I can give, you, I can give you a very quick one. A very quick one. So Jason the Garrett. Cowboys have scored, the Cowboys have scored. Six points per game in the first quarter this season. That's third best in the NFL. Where the Eagles have allowed five points per game in the first quarter, tied for third worst. Okay. Okay. So, first of all, the NFL across the board doesn't score a lot of points in the first fucking quarter, do they? No. <laughs> One hour and 14 minutes. One hour and 14 minutes. Oh, you didn't no! even notice. I was going to say, you were doing so You were doing so good. You were doing so good. I was going to do it. You were doing so good. I full on thought if there was going to be one person Crap. that could do it, it would be you. But now you just, I have no hope for you. No, <laughs> this is just <sighs> Now, now we'll never. Now we can't take us anywhere. I'm the whipping we'll never, boy. I'm we'll the ne- whipping boy. We'll never be invited back onto the UK Cowboys podcast. No, you're always invited back. You're always invited <laughs> back. Okay, it good. just needs to be on a delay so we can get bleeped out. <laughs> That's not a swear word. Just it's not a swear word in Canada. It's part of the. It's like when you're you thinking. Know. It's a regional dialect. It's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, you could say that here in Scotland as well. But uh, <laughs> I was going to say, just a second word would normally do see it. So I'm struggling right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you think the word Celtic is a swear word. <laughs> oh, there's another bleep we got to no, do. No, wait. Rangers <laughs> is a swear word. Oh, yeah. Rangers is, yeah. yeah. Rangers? Yeah, yeah um, the soccer team. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm going to have to Google this. Yeah, I'm going to have to Google. I'm like, I'm going to start. Oh, oh. You're ra- yeah, you're a ranger. Get your ranger. Get your ranger self out of here. <laughs> and that's what I thought you were talking about, but it doesn't make sense that way. I wish Graham, I wish Graham was here to hear that. <laughs> um, it, kind of, it kind of worked. A little bit, right? Just a little yeah. bit. We've oh, we now, we now, we we now have a soundbite. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Oh no. Sorry, Paul. <laughs> I wanted to be on I wanted to be on everybody's good side. Today. Oh no, I am a Celtic man, so I so good. <laughs> Perfect. They're the blue ones. He's Shut Paul's up. always Shut up, mate. <laughs> I'm winding Paul up. All right, let's get some score predictions. I've given mine in. 
um, already for an article. So I've gone Cowboys win 27-23. Ooh. So nice. Yeah. That's a that's a, that's gonna be a tight, exciting game. Ooh. I like it. Mm. Merry Defense. Christmas. Defense wins this game. Defense is gonna win this game. I hope so. My goodness. Oh. Come on in, Paul. Have you, know, you handed I'm, your score prediction in, by I, the way, Paul? No, I haven't. I'm mm-hmm. I, I'm going to go point. off the rails with this one, actually. like It's going to be unpredictable. People are going to think I am smoking the wrong tobacco, what I'm <laughs> about to say here. Um, I'm going to say Cowboys 44. Wowza. Eagles 27. Wow. Ooh. Okay. Forty. I like a that. I I've like a lot that of points. The NFL loves that type of game. Forty. I like a lot. I like a <laughs> yeah. lot. Kellen Moore's like, yes, I get to throw it. <laughs> <laughs> go on then. Right here we go then, guys. Give me okay, your score so, prediction. Uh, okay. So mine, mine's going to be thirty-four seventeen Cowboys. Ooh. Okay. That's a beat down. Thirty-four seventeen. I'm, I'm going to go twenty. Cow- 20 Cowboys, fourteen Eagles. Oh. It's going to be a close one. I know. Thought. <laughs> <laughs> Right. That was Adam. That, that, that <laughs> just means Money Mayor's coming in twice with a big boot. Yeah, Money Mayor. Oh, yeah, we haven't spoke about Money Mahar. He was late. What was it? What, six for six. Yeah, he's oh, been he's been uh, money. Well, money and he is talking, the highest rated kicker in the NFL right now. And and thankfully we have Money Mayor. Did anyone did everyone see Greg the Leg lose it for the Jets? Yes. This oh this like, my. He shanked a kick at the really to, to, to lose the game for the Jets. And you just like you're just like typical. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like. Greg, Greg like that ball didn't even hit the net. It went no, it, it, it was like it was like wide right or wide left or whatever. It was so far. It was yeah. It was basically in another. Were stadium. you like washing dishes and you looked over and just went typical? Yeah, I'm like. Hmm. <laughs> so, All right, so, before, sorry, Jets. Before you give your score prediction, the next one here's another stat for you. Okay, Eagles tight end make it. The Eagles tight ends account for zero touchdowns since week twelve, the fewest in the NFL. The Cowboys have allowed in that time. Zero touchdowns to tight ends. Jeez, well, that totally changed my prediction. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna go with that. That is interesting. I but one. I think someone that's gonna change. That's gonna change. Is Dallas Goddard's back? Yeah, that's gonna change. The the and when you get a backup quarterback in their favorite targets, the tight end yep. usually it's a safety blanket. But I'm gonna yep. go. I've picked 31 so many times for the Cowboys that eventually it's got to work out. So I'm gonna say 31. I'm gonna go 31 24 for the right. Dallas Cowboys. Let's so, go. Let's go, okay, Cowboys. So, so in the comments, our good friend Joe from Italy, he's went with Cowboys 35, Eagles 21. So we're all in winning a mentality here. Yeah. I love it. But at the same time, it's not gonna be easy, it's not gonna be an easy game. No. However, but I'm just I just went like my, my realistic prediction is a lot closer now, but I have just decided just to go off the rails. Why the hell not? It's yeah, Christmas. Okay. It's Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. I like anything it. can happen during Christmas. It's a Christmas miracle. Exactly. Yeah. It's the time of hope. It's a time of hope and caring and, and, and love and, and caroling everything. cheer. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go, then, guys. Final segment fantasy. Just a quick game, and then we'll get you on your way. <laughs> so, do you want me to explain how this works, Mike? While I right. put the ball in my eyes. Mike right. has balls in his eyes right now. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I have balls in my eyes. Oh, Paul and Mike both have balls in their eyes. Oh, Paul's going for this ball, the balls in his mouth. <laughs> They're Christmas. Hey. It's Christmas AJ, decorations. Sorry. I, I just got AJ uh, excited. Jingle bells, man. Just, just chill out a little bit. <laughs> um, so, yes, 
so just buy my head of the microphone there. Wonderful. Um, um, so fantasy lounge. So guys, just to let you know how this works. So basically, Mike's trying to read out every player and read out their fantasy store based on NFL.com. And basically, we wait out your prediction if it's going to be higher or lower. And oh, if you okay. think it's going to, if you think it's going to be like within one point of that up higher or lower, they just say even. So say for example, it's fifteen points, and you think it's going to be like. 15.5 or 16 then you would say even but anything beyond a point above or a point Below. less uh, um then you would say lower so that's basically how you take a lower uh, go by okay. go by that okay. Okay. Okay, okay, right. okay and we got i got the scores i got last week's scores they're in so uh people have been jostling around but paul you are no longer first Oh, oh, off the top of the ladder. Jamie's took over. First, you are tied with Lorne, Rich is down the bottom. Then uh, all the other guys, other people, not part of the show. We got Nick's first, J Tuck, Bluff City, Hackmar on a zero on a donut. Cowboys oh, Hackmar's not going to be happy with that. He no, needs no, to come no. back and redeem he, himself. He ignores me every week when I mention it. Jim, Jimmy's <laughs> the Kingslayer because he took Paul out, right? Is that what it was? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he had a, a huge <sighs> week. He literally had one week where he got like two wrong. Wow. Wow. God damn it, yeah. I forget which which week that was. I can't so it was while we, you were away. Are we doing it as a collective one or is yeah, it yeah. You, you, you just you decide guys as a unit this and then we'll we'll do. We'll, boom boom boom. Ad yeah. you do the first, AJ next, and then I go, then it rotates. Okay, okay. okay. That's yeah. what we'll do. Right? Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll just get into an argument with each other and <laughs> i like that too uh, hey, we're, 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 we're co-managers and we're gonna take the the can fan fantasy football league so and we yeah. we work symbiotically and not you and right, if let's, anything let's whatever your score is if it's really good is purely because of you two yeah that's exactly right. true that's yeah. how fantasy works facts <laughs> thumbs up hey Sometimes our chemistry is a little off, you know. Oh god, that's, that's definitely right. getting, that's definitely getting cut. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> all right then, oh, right guys. guys. Dak Prescott, eighteen and a half fantasy points. Paul, higher, lower, push. Higher. Ooh, higher. Higher. On that one. higher. Oh, sorry. If, I, if, I, if, I I'm going, if I'm if I'm saying forty-four points, I'm going higher. <laughs> all right. What are we seeing over there then, Canada? I, I jumped in. I said higher. I think he's getting 20 at least. Okay, so so now we're going AJ, Adam, me. Yeah, yeah I'm going to switch yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Here's a big one. I, I'm not sure where they're getting this score from. Mine, CD Lamb, 19.7 fantasy points. He's one of the Ooh, highest wow. fantasy predicted scores this week. Uh, just so you know that Joe's went higher as well. Uh, I'll say higher. Wow. Wow. Ooh, I mean, right, that's baby. wild. That is that's wild. how we do, baby. That's how although we do. It, although it, it makes sense if Dak's going to go over 18, there's a good chance that CD has a, a shot mm. to have over, over that. So, okay. Yeah, and we can so, stick together. I like it. So, that, that could be like, so that could be Lamb, 120 yards. And Two touchdowns. One to, and, well, no, one touchdown, that would be. Mm, yeah, this is PPR. Oh, uh, of course. Yeah, so that, yeah, two, yeah, two TDs, yeah. Yeah. Um. There we go. I'm gonna say lower. Oh, we have a different score already. Oh, I, I, I've got someone else in mind. Spread it, spread in the well. Oh, okay, we? spread it out. He's thinking ty. Yeah, uh, there you okay, go. Okay, 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 okay. okay. <laughs> right, Tony Pollard. Here we go. Twelve fantasy points. Higher. Sorry, I got to cut right in. Higher. 
Yeah, higher. <laughs> I'm going with that too. Tony put definitely. I think last week he's somewhere close to 19 fantasy points on NFL.com. 12 seems uh, very low for him. <laughs> they're, they're, they always project him to be low, though. I know, and then he gets always. Up, look at his stats I, over the year. He has a couple 30s and like yeah. crazy. And I, I think what they're doing is they 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 cautioning on the side of Zeke's gonna chew into some of that. But right, yeah. So, I think so, when you when you add in the fact is PPR, so Tony Pollard's gonna get three points just based off receptions. Right. Yep, yep. Just just to add on top of that, Mike. Uh, so for the CD Lamb, Joe's went even, and for Pollard, he's went higher. All righty. So Dalton Schultz, ten point eight fantasy points last week. He scored not very many. Three. The bust. Mm. Well, I'm going to say lower. I got to go higher. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, I, I think he's going to get a tutty, and then he's. I, I see one drive of his being like he's going to have like he's going to get ten points on one drive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just going to be a, and then a that's real it good for the drive. night. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, then I he need shuts to. It I, down. Right, so what's the quick? So what's the deal with Jake Ferguson? Is he done now, or is he... no concussion protocol? Okay, okay, I like that. I mean, I mean, right. I don't like that okay. that he's injured, but I like that well, he's not. Right, okay, that's, yeah. that, that's good news. But what we'll say is, I'm going all in on Hendershaw for this game. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. that was your little wink, wink, eh? Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> I mean, I, I could, I, I like could it. give you a start on the tight ends, but um. We'll, we'll leave it. Well, for hey, you might as well. Don't tease us there, Mike. Okay, right. And so Cowboys tight end <laughs> have 20 receptions in the last four games. Obviously, five per game. That's 10th best in the NFL. However, the Eagles are allowing five receptions per game to tight ends, which is eighth worst. Okay. So that lines yeah, up so well it's gonna be a, It's going to be a tight end. That lines it's up all about the tight ends, baby. Yeah, it's mm. all about the tight ends. Clone zone, baby. Do we see it? Did you see? Do you have any uh, in your stats? Do you have how many times uh, Schultz's dropped a touchdown pass in the end zone? I know oh, it was one last week. It's not great. It's not great. It's got to be at least four. Mm. It's I think it's like four of the last yeah, five games he's be, dropped yeah, a touchdown I think, pass. I think at least four. Jeez, oh, man. that's not good. I haven't got his. I will have to take a look and I'll get back. That's okay. I just wanted to throw that at you to to get that as like I know next, it is. Hard. It will be quite bad. Yeah. Definitely, uh, and you just generally on drop passes. Like, I know he dropped the first down last week, it was really, really important. Um, but all right, Cowboys defense 6.9 fantasy points, yeah, oh. higher. higher, higher, way higher. And even Joe's went, yep, yeah, way higher, <laughs> yeah. Up, 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 and away. Raise that roof, cowboy defense. Now, th- this is not just a cool dance move that Adam is doing, he's actually signifying. To raising the roof. Ra- it is raising a the, the roof. roof, and it's also raising that point value ha- higher. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a struggle for a little bit, and then he pushed through. Yeah, that's our second and third quarter there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then here we go on to the eagle side. Right, Gardner Min's poo, thirteen point nine <laughs> fantasy points. How much? Thirteen point nine. Point nine. Or if he said 19, I'm, 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 I'm going high, I'm going higher. Yeah. Uh, I do see yeah. it being higher too. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Too bad it's not too bad it's not your chance. Yeah. I could see that. I could see Min, Minshew getting a rushing touchdown still. Just their their offense just revolves it's, around it's, it so it's much. It's the RPO. It's our yeah. biggest weakness. Yep. I'm gonna say higher. Yeah, I agree. Higher. You go you're going higher as well, Paul? Yep. All righty. Um I could give you a start 
on scrambling, mind you, for Eagles quarterbacks. Bring it out. Bring it um, out, baby. Come on, Mike. Have the Eagles quarterbacks have a 40.5 pass rating when scrambling this season, which is six worse. Wow. Oh. That's actually worse than Matt Stafford's. Yeah. Get, get him scrambling. So just Make game, those just full scramble. Uh, on with, full scramble. With Minshew, I mean, it doesn't none really of these matter. stats really. Yeah, fair. Yeah, it, it doesn't account for now. It's a team stat. Wow, so. way, way to just mess up Mike's stat, well, Alex. Thanks, Alex. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to give you a positive spin here. I'm just trying. Just trying to Look, all right, Minshew Miles... runs all over us. I don't know. Miles Sanders, 12.8 fantasy points. Bear in mind, last time they played the Cowboys, he only got 71 rushing yards. And he sucked last week. I had him in fantasy playoffs, and he mm. lost it for me. <laughs> Good I'm one. Gonna oh, the, out the playoffs, I'm... then, are you? Playoffs? Yep. Playoffs. Fantasy playoffs. Yep. Nice. I'm going to say split. Even okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I think it's going to be like 11.9 or something like that, so... Hmm. Okay. Um, shoot, I don't want to say this, but I think it'll be higher, but not by much. <sighs> and a point, a point or two. Okay. Just look. We're we're, we're not looking down the we're not looking down the barrel of a uh, uh, run stopping D at the at the moment. So, so you're going you're going higher. Yeah. Makes I just sense. want I just want you I just want you to be more in favor of the Cowboys when you're picking these things. You know. We'll talk, we'll talk after the show. We'll talk after the show. Okay? I gotta be authentic. Yeah, no, I, get I like it. it. Realist. Okay. All right. AJ AJ Brown, fourteen point six fantasy points. Really on fire at the moment. Higher. PPR. Lunacy. Lunacy. I got. I'm dealing with a lunatic. We've here. had higher in everyone. We're looking at like a 60, 60 to fifty-two. <laughs> you game. are. You, you literally have picked higher on every point. Well, this is, this this is this is that the, one I don't agree this with. This is the hey. pro, this is the problem when we have someone else in Alex's and mine's co-managing. Oh God, thing. blame it on me. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, Anth, I, I, Anth was dominant. He was like seven and zero oh, uh, the entire fantasy year, and then he went zero oh and seven last four. Years. Uh, last seven oh games. Sorry. Like I'm one in, of the boys. I'm in, this, I'm, in this, I'm in the semifinals. I won last week. Yeah, and then you're gonna and then you're gonna lose to us. Anyways, let's, let's, we can okay. talk about that later. Let's get to the next. What's the next one? <laughs> oh, oh, I've not even uh, mentioned yeah. that. Yeah, I'm, 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 actually, I'm, 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 don't rush, I'm don't rush through their segment. I'm gonna say even again. I even again. Okay. Yeah. I like it. All right then. Dallas Goddard does look like he's playing, uh, but they have given him a, a bit of a reduced score here, so I, I'm suspecting that's because of. Uh, Gardner Min's poo playing. So Dallas Goddard <laughs> is 8.7 fantasy points. Lower. I'm just going to keep with the roll. We're going higher, baby. <laughs> yeah, why not? I'm, 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 I'm giving Dallas Goddard a lot of disrespect. I'm saying lower. Like, put him down to the ground. Well, I mean, think about this. He's going to be up against Javon Curse, who had a good game last week. Uh-huh. So there is that. Um, but finally, then the Eagles' defense is six point seven fantasy points. This is AJ. This is, uh, sorry, Paul. You go first. Oh, uh, as, much, as much as I hate to see just, it, just so you higher. know as well, for people, for, for for the people saying higher on Dallas Goddard, uh, he was in his last three games nine point three fantasy points, twelve point fantasy points, and twenty four fantasy Boom. points. That's why I said it. Mm. I'm saying I don't care. More screwed Dallas got up. 
So uh, Philly's defense. Yeah, I think even, but with an asterisk, I wouldn't be surprised if they get eight and that pushes me just out of that even. They are um, first in so sacks. Te- so technically you'd be higher. but Technically be higher, but, but, but I got to go even on it just for the sake of. What was theirs? Ooh. Six point something? Six point seven. So, so I is, think the, it, is the even either side of it, obviously. Yeah, if, so, if so yeah, yeah, yeah. Under, either way. Like anything under seven point seven or higher than five point seven would be regarded as even. Defense is probably the safest bet to go even on, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Well, just so you know, they haven't scored less than six points in the last three games. They right, haven't scored less than nine. <laughs> okay. So it's for 50, first name for everything. Fifty-five <laughs> sacks they're on for the year. Yeah, the, yeah. They they took the, I think they're first in the NFL now. They are. And first in pressures. <sighs> yeah. Overtook overtook us. Mm. Man, what I did you go pull? Uh, what war? No, uh, I, I like it. it. Oh, I just, oh, I honestly just cannot stand the Eagles, man. I hear <laughs> you. I have locked that in. My little note is going on my screen. See, here's the thing, right? I made, I made a tweet earlier today, right? If there's one road game I would never want to attend to or have no intention, and you could pay my hotel, my all-inclusive, give me security, I don't want to give... <laughs> That stadium and that fan base, any dime or any of my money to attend that game and feel the profits off it, no chance. No. We're in we're in par with that too. Yeah, we thought it was going to be a rite of passage that we would now that we, we would go down. And now we're just like we, we, we don't I, care. Just F the stories point. and everybody saying like it's just like this not even no, not worth it. No, I don't think it's worth it to be honest. It's like, not not worth it. Like at the hold. stadium, the Eagles fans aren't that bad. They're just really bad online. No, have you not seen the video club of them throwing like? Uh, that's <laughs> and what, what they did, on. and what they did to those Vikings fans back in that playoff game, throwing yeah. beer cans at kids. Man, yeah, they're, they're more they're, worse they're, online. They're, they're are definitely an outstanding bunch to society. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing down lampposts, flipping cars, setting everything yeah. on fire. Uh, good job, Philly. Good job. <laughs> class, class acts. That's Eagles. So there we go. I have you locked in with your scores. Um, if you guys want to go and find them, yeah, you they can are find... in the bottom right. Bottom, I bottom right. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah left my right, sir. They're right there. Make sure you go and find. Them. Where can they find you guys on all your various social media sites, guys? Yeah. So we pretty much have kept it very, very simple to find us. You could either just Google Cowboys Can Fan, or you could go to any uh, platform. We're on TikTok. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, at Cowboys Can Fan. The only one different is the YouTube. It's at Cowboys Can Fan Podcast. But if you're looking on any any of the platforms, can, Cowboys Can Fan, and we are stupid faces, will show up. Oh yeah, a lot <laughs> of stupid faces. You know, that's what, that's what we that what, that we we can't tell you about specific stats on the Cowboys, but we'll give stupid faces the entire time. <laughs> hey guys, we appreciate appreciate you having us on. That was a, a great time. It's kind of nice for us to just sit back and have Mike and Paul take us for a little Cowboys ride. Hey, yeah. Hey fellas. Hey. Love getting yeah. a Cowboys ride from Paul. <laughs> well, well, I mean, like it's a Chris, it's a Christmas special. Yeah. So it's gotta be international full way round. You stick know what with I mean? the common, yep. stick with yep. the Commonwealth. Yeah, right. yeah, you know, so uh, we could get somebody over from the state, but why do that for Christmas when and we said that we, we, you know, talking right. to you off air, um, you know, on on Instagram and Messenger and like say, Look, come, let's do this one, let it be this one, <laughs> and it worked out, it worked yeah. out perfect. Uh, so, yeah. before, so, before you guys go, we wanted to kind of give a wee shout out to our sponsor, and actually, Chris, we did mention about 
for the likes of next year about mm-hmm. maybe trying to link up together. Yeah, well. definitely. So well, yeah, that, that was the that sucked this year. Is like we were down. There I know, I know, man. I would have been. They would have been so <laughs> mental if we met up, dude. Yeah. Literally oh. left, and then you got there. I think a day or two after we had left, and you were down there. For <laughs> it's that like was even if there was the, even if there was like one hour to hang about, that one hour <laughs> yeah. would be absolute chaos. It'd be it'd be more chaotic than me losing my GoPro and Dallas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I will yeah. say this: after watching Paul's Instagram stories, I don't know if the world's ready for Paul and Alex. Uh, you know, <laughs> to, to be together in one in one establishment but we'll have to have it it's like the superpowers meet yeah, up. Yeah. listen if we're, if we're gonna do it if we're gonna do it we need to go to cowboy chris's house yes. oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah Paul, put on a barbecue yeah, yeah. we we have we have footage of aj uh praying to the uh not even the porcelain guards he's, he's pray- praying to some sort of lawn gods outside of cowboy chris's house pouring down rage just yakking in some of that yards after carry, uh, in, in, in <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Big, big, biggest comeback in podcast history, true. Yeah, and then did. and then and then he rallied, and yeah. 20 minutes later, he's back up did. shotgunning beers. Oh my so. god, I'd like oh. to say, it's not how you start, it's how you finish, exactly. But, um, yeah, I'll just bring that up so you can see. Um, yeah, so as you know, uh, be sure be sure to check out cowboysexperience.com for the ultimate meet and greet stadium tours, game tickets, and tailgating experience. Get to meet players like a Hall of Famer, Drew Pearson, Jane Novacek, Micah Parsons, Zach Martin, Travis Frederick, and many, many more. Um, like I said, I was there just there with Barry and Michael who run Cowboys Experience. They treat you like absolute royalty. So to take full advantage of the, the package we have in store, be sure to use the code UK Cowboys. And with that being said, for next year, for next year, guys, we do have our travel package. So everyone, everyone from the UK and from Europe, we can all get together, go for next year. Obviously, for next year, we don't know what the plans for what game we're deciding yet. But once that schedule comes out, more information will come available. But if you go to our Facebook group or go to CowboysExperience.com, you'll get all the information provided. And just like that. And, that, and, that, and, that, and that's yeah. the thing where we're talking about. It's like, so, because we're all planning going next year. Me, Mike, Brian, all the guys from UK Cowboys, like as the admin guys, we're all planning going next year. Awesome. And, and see if there's a game that we can try and all hook up together. It would be yeah, one massive huge. party. It would be like mean, full yeah. international world's team extravaganza pretty much yep, definitely so yes and and me and alex will be probably be arrested <laughs> <laughs> hey those dallas pr- prisons might be better than my uh basement suite i don't know i'm gonna, I'm gonna say no yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Say> no. <laughs> i would go with no yeah yeah definitely. but oh, thanks no. for um for joining us guys have a nice christmas as well hey. everybody hey. make sure you hey, and we'll have you over with us we'll do another show in the off season while yeah definitely going on. so make sure you as well go and follow uh uk cowboys and paul and myself over at blogging the boys go find our work over there and we will all see you after christmas have a good one guys let's go hey, baby. let's Take go christmas. thanks so much <laughs>